so these s**t gon' rich And I don't need s**t with a big ass Another one. What's up, everybody? What's up? It's Tuesday, and I'ma keep it real. What's up, everybody? Um, a great day. I know y'all be like, why? Okay, what's wrong? Why is you know every day? I'm just optimistic, and I'm just a happy person, and I happen to love my podcast. Love my podcast. Love my podcast. You know, because Nam kind of kicked me to the curb. So, anyway. Welcome, everybody. And y'all know what? I'm, I'm going to start off with this. Because y'all know, you know, with, with, with uh, New Year's and all of that and everything going on. I forgot to tell y'all all y'all January birthday shout out. Brrr, and if January is your birthday, happy birthday. And if in January is your anniversary, happy anniversary, happy birthday. You know, um, enjoy it. Uh, baby, it's cold outside, but, you know, we live in the Midwest. Well, I'm from the Midwest, and all of us people that live in, you know, different you know, communities and cities across the United States, it gets, you know, cold, cold in the winter. You know, we pretty much are used to it. I mean, yes, outside, going outside in the cold and stuff. But, you know, um, I'm just optimistic and, you know, we just keep on living our lives and enjoying each day as it comes. If it's, you know, too cold to go outside, we take lemons and we make lemonade. Or, you know, stuff, watch movies, have fun and do our family things. It's, but it's, it's a lot to do. And you know what? It's, you know, we don't really let the weather keep us from, you know, going out. I mean, not too much unless it's just like serious conditions and they say, oh, don't leave. For the most part, we high functioning in the winter months when it's cold outside. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, yesterday was a big, 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 big game. And the Georgia Bulldogs, they won a rematch versus Alabama Crimson Tide for first college football national championship since 1980 season and so um you know I kind of I felt like it was a win-win for me because I love Alabama and I also love Georgia um great great places to visit I have family that lives in 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 both states and friends and and you know people that have graduated from schools in Alabama and people you know so I mean it's just a wonderful you know Georgia and Alabama's just wonderful cities and, you know, if you're able to go out, go and visit, go and visit. It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. But I'm, y'all already know it gets hot in the summer. So just, you know, be prepared for that. And um, I just really appreciate all of the support that I have been getting. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, um, this was uh, the game was in Indianapolis, downtown Indianapolis, and Georgia's agonizing forty-one year wait is over. 
Wow, that's a long time. With 54 seconds left in Monday night's college football playoff national championship presented by AT&T, Georgia's cornerback Keely Ringo intercepted Alabama quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young and returned it 79 yards for a touchdown. The longest pick six championship game history, cementing the number three Bulldogs 33-18 win over the number one Christmas Tide and the program's first national championship since 1980. And so, you know, congratulations to to, uh, to Georgia. I mean, it's been a long time coming. And you, y'all know Alabama Crimson Tide, I love y'all too. You, you dad, an amazing, amazing, amazing. You, you, you know, y'all done won a, a lot of championships. So y'all straight. You know, and um, this time Georgia got to have a little bit of, you know, they got to win. So that's nice because, you know, Alabama, Crimson Tide, y'all a great team. And Georgia Bulldogs, you're an awesome team, too. And for you guys to even make it to the championship was a major, 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 major thing and, and win and achievement. So um, for for those who, for uh, Alabama who lost, don't be so down on yourself. Y'all had an amazing, amazing year and just celebrate that. Celebrate that you, you, that you made it to the championships and you know, you you know, so, um, you know, shout out to everybody on that, but it was awesome. I stayed up last night and I watched the game and see, I'm not really a big sports person. I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. You know, I'm the person. You know, I'm, I do the halftime and, you know, I'm making the, the snacks and stuff like that. And I'm taking care of the food and, you know, that kind of thing. And then if, if my team is winning, I'll come in, you know, towards the like towards the end when I know they're getting ready to win. And I'll tune back in because I'm going to tell you all something. I'm tell you all why I don't watch sports. And y'all going, you know, it's upbeat and as cheerful and great and, and happy as I feel. I'm not a good, I, you know, I take my sports seriously and I'm kind of a sore loser. I'm just saying. Now, I felt like last night's game was a win-win for me because like I said, I love Alabama and I love Georgia, you know, so <laughs> it was a win-win for me. Either way it go, I felt like I won, <laughs> you know, because I love both teams. So, but you know, for, uh, if like say for instance, I, it was a team that I wasn't fan that one of them played against a team that I was, didn't fancy too much, and the team that I didn't fancy too much won. Then I would have had a problem. It wouldn't have been no sleep for me. I would have been sitting up trying, and I know it sounds crazy, but I would have been sitting up trying to process why how my team lost. And you know, y'all know those of you who do that. So that's why you know I kind of I I. I you know, watch the, I watch a little bit and I don't get too involved because I, I, I would be one of those serious sports people. You know what I mean? Serious face paint and there I go ballistic. And you know, so yeah. Um, and then I'm just devastated if my team don't win. I'm just sorry. y'all. I got to keep it real and be honest with y'all. I really do. So, um, you know, uh, the play brought uh, Georgia's quarterback, Stetson Bennett, a former walk-on to tears on the sideline as soon as the clock expired. Georgia's assistant coaches and staff bolted to the elevators in the shaking press box at Lucas Oil Statement. 
stadium, I'm sorry, with one yelling, hell yeah, hell yeah, as they thundered out cheering together. And yes, I'm a Christian, and I said, hell yeah. Excuse me, you're not perfect either. And I didn't say it. I'm just quoting what, you know, the team did. Because even if I did, you wouldn't hear it because I wouldn't be on, on the podcast saying it. Not unless it was uncensored and I was getting paid for it. Then that's something different. But in the meantime, I'm not finna mess my bread and butter up for nobody. Georgia fans lingered longer following the trophy presentation chanting Kirby, Kirby, Kirby as the players and coaches celebrated on the fields in an explosion of glittering confetti. And I've seen it all. I'm telling y'all, I sat and I actually watched that whole game. I did. Because, you know, Nam needed to get her hair done, so I had to do Nam's hair. And I got Nam's hair done. It took me all but four hours to do. And Nam, she she hung hung in there with me till about 10 o'clock. And she was like, as soon as I got done with her hair, peace. You know, so, um, yeah. But uh, it it was a good night. And um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game thoroughly. And my congratulations to Georgia and... You all are winners to me. Back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and now. Why is it when someone says, I'm toast? It's not a good thing. I'd be happy if I was toast. Why? Because I'd be delicious. Sonic Patty Melt. And everyone would love me. Start selling online with Shopify, the e-commerce platform that's trusted by over 1 million businesses worldwide. Build your online store without any coding or design experience. Reach more customers with Shopify's social media and marketplace integrations. Instantly accept all major payment methods. Grow your business online with powerful tools that help you find customers, drive sales, and manage your day-to-day, starting at $29 per month. Go to Shopify.com and start your free trial today. The BK $5 Your Way Meal is here to make your choice easy and so tasty. Go straight to the Double Whopper Junior with piping hot small fries, four-piece crispy nuggets, and a refreshing small drink. Can you believe you get all this for only 5 bucks? The $5 Your Way Meal, only at Burger King. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. It's me. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Check this out, y'all. N95, KN95, or cloth mask, or those surgical masks, what to wear to best protect against the Omicron? As COVID-19 cases surge in the U.S. due to the spread of the highly transmissible Omicron variant, Experts are urging the public to upgrade their masks in addition to receiving booster shots and getting tested. But which masks offer the best protection against the virus? Which one is it? Health officials warn against wearing a single reusable cloth mask to protect against the Omicron variant as tiny droplets can still make it through large pores of fabric. Y'all heard that? The tiny droplets can still make it through the large pores of fabric. Experts recommend wearing a tight-fitting mask with efficient filtration like an N95, KN95, 
or KF94 masks, which can filter out at least 95% of airborne particles, according to the CDC and prevention. Um, the differences between the three masks comes down to which country or organization certified the mask. The U.S. National Institution, Institute of Occupational Safety and Health certifies N95 masks while the KN95 masks are manufactured in China and meet Chinese standards and the KF94 masks meet Korean standard requirements. If the N95, KN95 or KF94 masks are difficult to find, experts say double masking, specifically a surgical mask with a cloth mask on top, can provide better protection than just a single cloth mask. Uh, N95, KN95, and KF94 masks can be reused as long as they don't have body fluids on them, broken straps, or a broken nose piece, according to the CDC. To clean these type of masks, place the mask into a paper bag at room temperature for at least three to four days, or heat the mask at 158 degrees Fahrenheit for one hour, both of which are effective at allowing the virus particles to die off, according to a study published in the Journal of Emergency Medicine. So cloth masks are a little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in the light of Omicron. Dr. Leanna Wynn, an emergency physician and visiting professor of health policy and management at George Washington University, Milken Institute School of Public Health, has said, we need to be wearing at least three ply search. Listen, y'all, hold up. I told y'all, when, when, when we first came on the air last year with, with the virus, with the regular COVID, what I tell y'all, we was tripling it up then. Uh, and, and I was like, if y'all don't, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, mess nobody up. I ain't telling y'all what to do. You know, follow the CDC guidelines and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you what me and mine was doing. I ain't telling you to do it. You know, I'm my name Bennett. I ain't in it where it comes to what you do. But I'm just telling you, giving you the 411 on what we did. And um, I always wore, wore um, I would have, I would make my own before, you know, we could get a hold of N95s. And so what I would do was, I would take, you know, like if I was at work or something, I would take them brown paper towels you dry your hands with. I would take them. I would take like one of them and put it in my mask. Ain't nothing getting in that, especially folded up in the square and they already thick. But that was just me. And then I would have two masks on plus that. Then sometimes I would have like a couple or like maybe three or four tissue in my mask. And I would wear two masks, but I wouldn't wear the tissue over my nose or nothing. I put it in between my mask, the tissue. And I know what nothing getting in there. And that's how I have my kids, like what we call it is bootleg in 95. And that's how my kids is because they, they, they doubled and tripled up for school because um, it's just that highly contagious. And, um, you know, anyway, back to wearing at least a three-ply surgical mask. You can wear a cloth mask on top of that, but don't just wear a cloth mask alone because you're going to breathe it in. It's highly contagious, y'all. Just let's put it like this. It's, it's stronger and it's airborne, this, especially in indoors. Not so much outdoors. Not so much outdoors, but if you pack, I bet if you pack like a bunch of sardines, 
But you know, anyway, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying, do what they tell you to do. You know, and if you're gonna go out and have a good time, go out and have a good time. I mean, they have all kind of masks now that you can wear. You can um, get them bedazzled and you can get, you know, get them to match your outfit and whatever kind of outfits you're wearing. They got Gucci masks, Louis Vuitton, Coach, and, and all the other brands of, 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 of masks, Juicy Couture. I mean, uh, every mask you can think of, but just, you know, wear those surgical masks and, um, and make sure it's, make sure you're doing, following the guidelines to protect yourself. Would I go to a club now? You know, absolutely I would. I sure would. Uh-huh. I would. But uh, my mask would be, make no mistake, I have on a good mask. And I know how to slip that straw up under that mask and sip. Because the mask ain't coming off. You know, if I buy some food or something there, it's gonna, I'm going to get my hands stamped and go sit out in the car and eat it and come back in the club. And, uh, or either, I, you know, or, uh, uh, or either both, or get me a plate to go. But if the food is really good, I probably do both. Because I feel like this, I'm going to dance that food off I'm eating anyway. So I might as well take me a plate. Uh, anyway, but um, the size of a particle, the novel coronavirus, is about 0.12 micrometers. A study published in uh, Pier J found the pore size of a 20 cloth mass ranged from 80 to 500 micrometer. micrometers, underscoring health experts urging to wear masks that has higher standards for filtration. Uh, 668,497. That's the seven-day average of new cases reported in the U.S. as of Friday. And trust and believe, that's probably higher than that. I ain't hear it from me. I'm just saying. I wouldn't be surprised if it was higher than that. But we got to keep living, y'all. Just be smart with it. Do like you've been doing. Put you some hand sanitizer. You know, take care of yourself and wear double up on the mask and stuff. And but still enjoy your life, you know. Um, if you know, I definitely, I mean, just do what this, whatever they say, do, do. But I'm telling y'all, they didn't have to tell me because I've been doing it from the giddy up from day one. I because I'm like, mm mm, that stuff, I don't, I already know. You can, you can, I, I can't go into detail, but I'm telling you, it ain't nothing to play with, especially with unvaccinated because I've seen them that you. You be, hey, what's up? Next thing you know, that I'm vaccinated. You here today, gone tomorrow. By the grace of God, some people make it through. But then you got some that, you know, it just all of a sudden they doing fine, feeling great, wound down, dandy, happy, happy, everything okay. And the next minute it just hit them. It is, it's a dirty old disease. It just hit, boom, just out of the blue, boom, like a heart attack, boom, like a stroke, boom. And you like, dang, you ain't had no symptoms, you know, and that's why they call, you know, especially, um, you know, that's why they call high blood pressure the silent killer. Well, this COVID is kind of a silent killer, too, because by the time you know you got it, boom, double punch, kick, karate chop and everything else. And you think you're going to be you thinking, OK, well, if I get it, I'm going to be able to breathe. That's other people. No, you're not. You're not going to be able to breathe. You're not going to be a, if you do, you're going to have difficult, especially if you're unvaccinated. Because from my understanding, how that's, it started out 
You know, you, you catch it. You don't have no symptoms. And, and while you don't have no symptoms, though, it's just multiplying and multiplying and multiplying all over your lungs, all over your lungs. And by the time you know you got it, it hey, and then that's why you heard back before they had the vaccines, people um, going in the hospital. I was just feeling like I couldn't, you know, breathe and I was doing OK, but it's just my breathing. And the next thing you know, they intubated. They, OK, it boom like a ton of bricks. They didn't have no symptoms and then pow out of nowhere. So, um, you know, just follow the CDC, you know, guidelines. Um, children are also being admitted to the hospital in record numbers amid the surge of cases, according. But you know what? I'm, I'm far when my kids was little, far as my kids, if I had little kids, I'm, my little kids. They listen to mommy. I'm just going to keep it around. Uh, put your mask on, baby. Keep your mask on. And they would have kept theirs on. They would have kept it on. They would have kept it on. They would have. Now, I can see if they were six months old or something like that or something like that. But far as, you know, probably about two, one and a half, two and up, the mind probably would have. But, um, yeah, but, yeah. So at least 18 states reported critical shortage of hospital workers over the weekend as the number of cases began and overwhelmed some hospital symptoms because some of the people that work in the hospitals are coming down with it too. And, you know, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. Some hospital uh, people didn't get that uh, COVID. A lot of them got the vaccine. A lot of them got laid off, you know, or they, some of them might have even quit, but we got this shortage. So, you know, um, as long as there are uh, guidelines to follow according to the CDC for people that have come in contact with that y'all know, you know, you got to wait the period of time and blah, 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 blah. And if you're not doing this or that, okay, we get it. But um, if you unsure, go to the CDC website and check it out. Just keep safe. And um, far as the mask, you know, double up those masks because I'm sorry, it's people that think they invisible out here. That's not wearing them. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them. And we don't want it to, um, we don't want anything worse than what we got. Maybe I'll Back in a moment. No, no, it's my fault. Because I can't afford you. It's too dark in here. I need to get out. Just calm down. I can't calm down. The walls are closing in. I'm freaking out. Ugh, relax, yellow. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> Let's not do that again. At last, Eminem's mix. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Strawberry. Biden to back filibuster changes to push voting rights bill in Atlanta speech today. Yes, he did. He went to Atlanta today to speak on that. Uh, President Joe Biden will use a speech in Georgia to endorse changing Senate rules that have stalled voting rights legislation, saying it's time to choose democracy over autocracy. But some civil rights groups won't be there in protest of what they say is an administration in action. As he turns to his current challenge, Biden on today is also paying tribute, tribute to civil rights battles past. Visiting Atlanta's historic Ebenezer Baptist Church, where the late Reverend Martin Luther King once held forth from the pulpit and placing a wreath on the crypt of the King 
and his wife, Coretta Scott King. And with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, setting next Monday's Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a deadline to either pass voting legislation or consider revising the rules around the chamber's filibuster blocking device, Biden is expected to evoke the memories of the U.S. Capitol riot a year ago and more forcefully aligning himself with the voting rights effort. Biden plans to tell his audience the next few days when these bills come to a vote will mark the turning point in this nation. Will we choose democracy over autocracy? Light over shadow, justice over injustice. I know where I stand. I will not yield. I will not flinch, he'll say, according to the prepared remarks. I will defend your right to vote and our democracy against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And so the question is, where will the institution of the United States Senate stand? A White House official previewing the speech on the condition of, you know, anonymity said Biden would voice support for changing the Senate filibuster rules only so far as ensuring the right to vote is defended, a strategy some Democrats have been looking to the president to embrace. The current rules require 60 votes to advance most legislation, including voting rights, a threshold that Senate Democrats can't meet alone because they only have a 50-50 majority with Vice President Kamala Harris to break ties. Republicans unanimously oppose the voting rights measures. Biden in the past has waded more cautiously into the debate. He is a former longtime senator who largely stands by existing rules, but is also under enormous political pressure to engineer a breakthrough. Even with this pressure, it's not clear what practical effort he can have. Not all Democrats are on board with changing the filibuster rules. And should the Democrats clear the obstacles to passage of voting right laws, it could be too late to counter widespread voting restrictions passed in 19 states following former President Donald Trump's 2020 loss and his lies embraced by many in the GOP that the election was stolen through voter fraud. And some voting rights advocates plan to boycott Biden's speech. Uh, Georgia Democratic um, candidate Stacey Abrams, uh, gubernatorial candidate, that is Stacey Abrams, known for her untiring voting rights work, also was skipping the event. The White House, meanwhile, set out unusually uh, sent out an unusual long list of attendees for the speech. Aides said Abrams had a conflict but didn't explain further, though she tweeted support for the president. Biden said before his trip, the two had scheduled a mix-up, but had spoken and were all on the same page. When asked what, you know, he was risking political by speaking out where when there aren't enough votes to change the rules, he said, I risk not saying what I believe. That's what I risk. This is one of those defining moments. It really is. People are going to be judged on where where were they before and where were they after the vote? History is going to judge us. Voting rights advocate in Georgia and nationwide are increasingly anxious about what may happen in 2022 and beyond. They view the changes in many states as a subtle form of ballot restrictions like literacy tests and poll taxes once used to disenfranchise black voters, a key Democratic 
you know, so we're, we're beyond speeches at this point. What we need, what we are demanding is federal legislation, said Latasha Brown, co-founder of Black Votes Matter. And it can happen soon enough, she said. Republicans who have fallen in line behind Trump's election misinformation are separately promoting efforts to influence future elections by installing sympathetic leaders in local election posts and by backing for elective office some of those who who participated in the riot at the U.S. Capitol a year ago. Uh, Democratic Sean Raphael, Sean Raphael Warnick of Georgia, who is senior pastor of the church Biden will visit and who made history as the first black senator elected in Georgia, said ahead of the speech that anything can happen and will continue to shine a bright light on the urgency of this issue is important. Warnick is among senators who accompanied Biden to Georgia aboard Air Force One. He said he believes Biden understands that democracy itself imperiled by this out this all out assault that we've been witnessing by state legislators all across the country. And this will be a more this is a moral moment. Everybody must show up. And so um Georgia's at the center of it all. Uh, one key, one of the key battleground states in the 2020 election after votes were counted and recounted. Trump told, uh, you know, you know, the business that Trump told the state election official he wanted this official to find enough votes to overturn his laws. And state votes nonetheless went to Biden and both of his Senate seats went to Democrats as well. And so um, Last year, however, the Republican governor signed a sweeping rewrite of election rules that, among the things, gives the state election board new powers to intervene in a county election offices and to remove and replace local election officials. That has led concerns that the Republicans-controlled state board could exert more influence over the administration of elections, including the certification of county results. Um so it's it's quite a bit going on. My advice to everyone is to do your homework um and you know just um get out there and and vote. I mean, we might have to do the old school you pack people in cars, you know, take them to the polls and bring them back home and you know, charter buses, whatever we got to do. To a to get people registered, and b to show up at those polls despite uh you know all the all the changes and and you know hope that they vote against that filibuster because I mean voting should voting is supposed to be fair, and I feel like it, I mean I feel like it needs to be fair. Whoever wins, uh, Republican or Democrat wins fair and square and and it shouldn't be no shady business going on where we're going to make ourselves win and that no that's not what democracy is so hopefully um you know we as a nation can get this together and no matter who win or you know and so that votes are fair and we're not putting all these stipulations for voter suppression i mean come on we are in the 21st century. What the heck is this voter suppression BS? What is it? Everybody's human now. I mean, we've always been human. But what I'm saying is 
We're all created equal. We're all human beings. It came out the wrong way. Excuse me. I'm not perfect. That's because I'm human. But still, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm for the right. And whoever, and this should be fair. And we shouldn't be putting stipulations on people that uh, uh, that are handicapped and can't get out and vote. You know, th- th- you know, kind of, they can they have to come in and vote and they have to do this and they have to do that. Putting all these stipulations and stuff on there. Or if we feel like whatever, you know, come on now. It, it, what's really going on? I mean, that's just terrible. It's embarrassing too. It's embarrassing. It's really is embarrassing when other people's nations from uh, around the world look at how we act and how how not all of us is acting, but how things are going down and and the discussions that we have to the elephants in the room that we have to dis- uh, address are uh, can be embarrassing. It really can. And so hopefully we'll get it together as a nation. That's my hope and prayer. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them podcast. Gogurt frozen falls by lunch. The world's according to Bukinum podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with me, y'all. Thank you. Jake from State Farm. You couldn't find a standard that looked anything like me. Have you seen mine? It's like looking in a mirror, right? sense look guys i don't even have a stand-in of course you do hold on is that drake that's right a drake from state farm like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor like, like a, a good neighbor, neighbor. stand-ins don't have lines oh okay like a good neighbor state farm is there hard to tell i can't figure out her motive it's a small And that's going to do it for the world according to Buki and them podcast, y'all. Uh, uh, uh. The world according to Buki and them don't own any other rights to this wonderful music, the commercials, or some of the sayings, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all Tuesday. Be safe out there, but live your best, 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 best life. And you keep pulling for yourself. Don't let no Turn you around. When it's off, she Believe in you. Cause I do too. And I don't care about who Peace. before me is my goal. They dropping salt like she up. So she my If I violate first, no doubt she gon' violate worse. If it don't work out, I guess it just ain't our time. I'm probably sure you're solid first. And if